Hello, listeners and viewers, and welcome to another episode of Feelin' Film Plus. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron, and with me for this extremely special and live video episode right now are my co-hosts, Patrick. Find that mute button. Hey, what's up, everybody? Caught him off guard because <laughs> I didn't go in alphabetical <laughs> order. I, I wondered Damn if I would. <laughs> We've also got Kales Davis. Good evening. And Mr. Don Shanahan. Hey, good evening, folks. Good to see you, folks. This episode is unlike anything we've ever done, but we are very excited for it. As I mentioned, we are live. That means that viewers in our Feel and Film Facebook discussion group are watching us right now as we get set to have a friendly little competition, movie style. If you want to be a part of that Facebook group, you can come join it. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash feeling film. And it's also linked in pretty much every episode show notes that we have ever put out. So it's very easy to find. We would love for you to come be a part of the family and get to participate live in conversations like the one we're having right now. We did this about a month ago. I'm trying to remember what the topic was. Uh, was it, it was our uh, summer blockbuster finals. There you go. Summer blockbuster finals. We had a yeah. bunch of the staff on and we got together and hashed that out. We chose the winning film out of the final four that the Facebook group had voted on. And that was a lot of fun. And so this is the next iteration. We want to continue to do these because they are a lot of fun. And it's, it's good to get people interacting with us. And we like to see what you guys have to say along the way. So praise us, shame us. Whatever you want to do. Why are we here tonight? Well, what we're here tonight to do is to do a movie draft fantasy style. All four of us are fans of sports and fantasy sports. And so we are taking that idea and turning it into something that is cinema related. Now, this idea had been rattling around in my head for a few months. Patrick can confirm. I'm not making that up. And then I saw something similar happen on a show that I listened to, a part of the Ringer Podcast Network. It's called The Big Picture. Host Sean Fennessy put together this idea. And I know he got it from somewhere else, so I'm not giving the whole string of credit necessarily where it may be due. I'm sure many people have come up with ideas similar to this. But for The Big Picture show, Sean took it and kind of molded it into his own version of a fantasy movie draft with rules that I really enjoyed. And so that is what we are going to base our rule set off of is what he did. So flattery, uh, what is it? Imitation is, is the best form of flattery. I that's hope the way. That, hope that if Sean hears about this, that's the way he sees it. So what's going to happen is we are going to each draft eight total films to come up with a slate of movies. And at the end of this episode, we are going to post a poll in the Facebook group. Actually, probably not right at the end of this episode. If you're listening mm -hmm. live, we're going to wait until this episode's been out for 24 hours or so on the podcast so that people who are listening to it can have the opportunity to come join the Facebook group and then vote. But we're going to post the four lists and let the Facebook group decide who is the winner. This is a competition. So while we're drafting movies, we are not necessarily just drafting our favorites. We are drafting to win. Or, I mean, I guess somebody could just draft their favorites and totally throw the game for themselves. That's their their own choice. But I can tell you, I'm here to win. That's that's what my goal is. And I'm sure Dawn is the same. You're Can't damn speak right. for Kales and Patrick. <clears throat> oh, I'm very competitive, so it's on. Hmm. 
Mm. Outstanding. Patrick? I might yeah. be the odd man no, out. No, we'll okay. see. I, I wondered. I There's always I knew there's somebody <laughs> was gonna like not necessarily play by the rules that I had established. <laughs> Um, so with all Razorbacks or something like that, you know, like in a in an NFL draft, draft you know, all the it is. Well, I've done that before, and it didn't work too well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, the banter that we're going to have is going to make this fun and entertaining, right. and we're going to talk a little bit about the movies that get drafted, and then when we're done, we'll probably hit some honorable mentions from 1999. We chose 1999 because Patrick and I both recently have read a book called 1999. The best movie year ever, and mm. frankly, when you hear some of the movies that are going to get drafted tonight, you'll understand this movie. This year has a case for yes, that, a very strong case. And so we dug in, and as I started to rewatch some of these, I realized just how amazing the year was, and how widely varied uh, the the quality was across many different genres. So here's what's going to happen: we have eight categories. <sighs> We are going to very shortly do a live draft order pull. I have a website up, so we're going to share the screen so everybody will find out in real time what the draft order is. Don, do you have a question? Is it serpentine like fantasy football? It is serpentine, Ooh. which adds another level of Give me the fourth pick, then. Let's strategy go. to it. So if you have the first pick, then your next pick is number eight, which can Ooh. be a problem. Give me four. <laughs> Uh, we are going to be drafting out of eight categories, and the goal is to fill up one movie that fits in each of those eight categories. You can't double dip, uh, and you have to hit each one of your eight. So the eight categories we're going to be drafting into are drama, blockbuster, which is designed or designated by a hundred million plus of box office domestically, animated or foreign language is number three, wild card is our fourth category. Action and adventure movies, horror or comedy movies is number six. Movies that were part of a series, this can be anything that is the first movie in a series, a sequel, prequel, or a spinoff. And then a movie that is a rom-com or a teen movie. Um, getting creative to put these into your categories is mm -hmm. part of the game, gentlemen. One, we're also not going to be drafting specifically down in order, so to make this really, really challenging... Whoever's drafting picks what they want, and then they fit that into one of their open categories. Uh, so we're not all going in order, and you know a lot. It's going to be tough to try and figure mm -hmm. out, you know, when do you pick something that you really want? Mm -hmm. And again, we're relying on user voting here. Listener and viewer voting is what's going to choose the winner. So you're trying to build something that people are going to love, and you're building your best cinema possible, essentially. We are going to not mention movies that we're not picking going forward from this point on. So whenever movie comes up, we're not going to start throwing out other titles because we want to keep those close to the vest in case someone is trying to sneakily hold that back until later in the draft. Wild, wild west. Except for that one that Don is <laughs> mentioning. <laughs> so now I'm going to laugh if that actually gets... Yeah nominated yeah i would get to the like the eighth round and be like shit guys i guess it's wild wild west <laughs> i guess yeah well when you run out of stuff i mean at some point no you know do you do you go for that wild card early mm. you know, or do you hold it back that's going to be the fun of this okay all right with all of that out of the way we are going to get started so i'm going to pull up the randomizer right here and let's Whoa. get this draft wheel. order oh, determined wheel. here we go this is Spin key i mean this is, this is absolutely big. critical right here it's all here you guys let me know when you can see this. Let me get my reading glasses on. I'm old. 
<laughs> Can everybody see the Close list? Enough. Yeah. So we've got Aaron, Coleste, Dawn, and Patch. I'll and I am going to randomize. Here we go. And there's our draft order. Oh. So <laughs> number one is Dawn. Knock my earbuds out. It was so good. <laughs> is Coleste. You know, if you can't get the Serpentine, go ahead and get the other Serpentine. And With number four is Patrick. So there it is. Listeners, viewers. Oh, as you, well, yes. I guess listeners you can't see, but viewers you can see that we did not cheat. That was the key here. That was so not John, Coles, Aaron, and Patch. There you go. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, fellas, this means right here that I am the winner already. I'm going to put this on. <laughs> Shit is over. John just put a on show, guys. Put a, a medal show. for you show. Oh Thank man! Thanks for coming, fellas. Welcome to the Central. Is that the consolation prize you're working on? Right He's also oh, got a sombrero. He's going <laughs> full wow wow way. He's pulling out these props and He's stuff. Going He's going out some props. drafted one. He's going Definitely nuts. came from yeah. there. Make sure your pickings oh, ready. Go. Okay. Do, All right. Do we go. We're ready, Don. You have the number one pick. You know the yep. eighth categories yep. at this point. Yeah. We're on the clock. Let's go. Oh. You're on the clock. Yeah. Where I can, fellas, I'm going to treat this like it's a high school letter of commitment. I'm going to put a hat on by putting out the DVDs that go with it. So, ladies and gentlemen, with my first pick, I've chose to make my verbal commitment to The Matrix. The Matrix. All right, The Matrix. Don, what? The Matrix. I put this on as if it's a a thing. Uh, Gentlemen, I'm going to put this in series. Wow. Okay. Okay, Don. Putting the Matrix in the series. You know, I, I wondered if this would be the first pick. I, I oh, actually yes, I knew it. This I was quite club. Pretty I, yeah. <laughs> We're not supposed to mention other movies. I don't have to say shit. I'm done. Let's go. Where's that metal? Pretty that sure metal? that it would Over. be this or the one you just said. So I'm actually shocked. Um yeah. not shocked at all. But yeah, so the Matrix, obviously, probably okay. Maybe the best well-known yeah, from that year, so no surprise there. Don, there, with there the are strong two, pull. There are two steelbooks on camera. This one and the one I'm feeling right now for getting this pick. Fantastic movie, fellas. No doubt about it. Um, um, in terms of quality and popularity, The Matrix is the king of 1999. Uh, I challenge any movie to be better than that. I feel great about this pick. Fantastic movie. It goes without saying. Glad we don't have to draft the sequels to go with it. Um, but I'm putting it in the series category because I don't see a lot of choices in the series category. I can double down on some blockbusters later. That's smart move. Good good strategy. All right, we're moving on. Coles with the number two pick. Mm. What you got? Well, since Don took away, I mean, the obvious pick, then I got to go right. with the next obvious pick, and it's Fight Club. Um, David Fincher's masterpiece from 1999 that totally um, stands as an influential piece of satire, even today. And as far as the category, you know what? I'm going to put this in my horror comedy because Fight Club is really at the heart of it, a, com- a dark comedy. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Come on, now that's you know Fight Club is funny. It's funny. It did not I, make a hundred million. There are plenty of movies that. that have funny moments that are not comedies. Yeah. Mm. I was, I'm calling category. Where's the I, you know? I, well, I've been to, so I actually have been to IMDb on all these movies. So I, I actually was pretty thorough in that this is definitely a drama it is a hundred percent drama and i am we and the good thing is we have three other people who can vote when it comes to these categories i'm gonna vote no on that 
for the category. No yeah. horror comedy. Yeah, 0 for 3, bud. Hey, you still got it, and it's your drama. That's a good place to be, sir. Well, you can put it somewhere else. Yeah, there's... Yeah, I where do you want to put it? Million. I mean, I, I mean, you miss all the shots you don't take. So, hey, I'm cool, I'm cool with that. I'll I just get the it, bottle and keep pouring when, for the shots I don't take, fellas. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm going to put it in the drama category. Thank you. All much. right. Where it belongs. As you should. As you That's should. Right. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Fair enough. Okay, so Matrix is off the board. Fight Club is off the board. Um, which leads Don, stop clapping so much. You're okay. <laughs> you're clapping. You're that comes out bad on the audio it side. Um, okay, so Matrix is off the board. Fight Club is off the board. That means, man, oh, yeah. what am I gonna take? That is, dang it. There's so many great films that I want to mm-hmm. pull out of this. You know, I spot. I'm going to go with. In the movies that were part of a series category, mm-hmm. the Blair Witch Project. So give me okay. the Blair Bold. Witch Project Bold. as part of movies Bold. that were part of a series. You can have it. <laughs> oh, that doesn't inspire any confidence. Not with the third pick. No, you're reaching. You're reaching. Am I? Got the Damn. workout warrior on that one. This is the combine guy you got here. You got Mr. Trubisky. <laughs> yep, that's true. Oh, that's messed up. It is because I got Patrick Mahomes sitting here. You know, right here. Come on. Oh my so, goodness. Over. I got my Lamar right here. You, you got you got Lamar. Mm-hmm. Patrick, you're up. You're you got the next two picks. You can give them to us in any order. Ooh, All I right. like this spot, Patrick. Get I it. I do too. I love the number four, or well, I guess the last next pick at the end of the uh, at the end of the snake. Well, so this first pick is due to this is a this is a heart pick, but it's also due to a resources pick because there aren't a lot in this category. In the category of romantic comedy, I'm going to go with Ten Things I Hate About You mm. as my as my first pick. And Good stuff. Not, not a lot can be said. Good I film. love the movie the Place in High School. You've got the late Heath Ledger. You've got Julia Stiles. It's a fantastic script. Sure. And I think it's one of the freshest romantic comedies that has come out probably in the last 20 years, uh, probably since When Harry Met Sally. It's, it's right up there with Ooh, When Harry Met Sally. Who's been the fourth pick on that, though? Yeah. It's about resources, yeah. man. It's about resources for that category. <laughs> I know. And I look down the list. And I see more groceries than that. Come on. All right. Yeah, there's a lot in that. I trust, well, I trust you. I trust you. You got a plan. <laughs> instant noodles are not groceries, okay? You know, there mm-hmm. might be a lot of groceries, but instant noodles uh, yeah. don't suffice. Oh. Good job with macaroni and cheese then. <laughs> macaroni and cheese can get the job done, though. It does get the job done. <laughs> what, do you, what are your wieners to go with your mac and cheese? Correct. Well, yeah, I don't get the for my for my next pick, what's uh, your fried bologna coming up here? Yeah, in the animated slash foreign language category, I'm going with Toy Story two. You're talking about a solid that's, that's, franchise, save one epic. movie, and I think the second movie is probably when I initially saw it was my favorite at the time. Obviously, mm-hmm. three took over, but two gave me new hope in the fact that sequels can actually be equally as entertaining as their predecessors. They don't have to just be a bridge to a third movie and so yeah. for me toy story 2 really hit the mark on that and i think uh, it deserves my my second pick in this mm-hmm. nice. not bad not bad. nice work you know that kind of i think probably makes me go a certain direction that i wasn't gonna go 
Yeah. Because with that off the board, and, and it wasn't my number one animated pick, but I knew it would go at some point, and as soon as it goes, there's only really so much competition in this category. I, mm-hmm. I would actually say that the animated foreign language category for me is the most barren, and there were agreed like two or three films that I really wanted in this category, and the rest were like, I might have to take them. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead while I have the opportunity here and take the Iron Giant off the board. Good pick. As my pick Great. for Solid this pick. Next Solid one. pick. Better than 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> Come on. 10 things I hate about that pick. No, no, no. <laughs> good movie. It ain't the fourth pick of the draft, though. Come on. Oh, but I, I love the comment. Who said the comment? It's like you're drafting a kick and four right quarterback over there. Some, I'm going to get some love from that. <laughs> you might. You might. All right, so we are back to Coles. Coles, you are up next. Well, um, going off your point of the animated foreign language um, Mm -hmm. category being very barren, I'm going to have to go with something I wouldn't usually pick, but it's there just for the sake of the competition. And that's going to be South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Wow. Got to. If that category is falling, you got to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, solid comedy choice. South Park for... Coles. All right. Yeah, that was not on my board at all. In fact, that was the first movie I've had to actually type into my document. I mean, I knew it existed, but I I wasn't sure certain anybody would draft it. So, right. I mean, blame Canada, whatever. Right. (laughs) That just means I can kind of sit. So Don, Don is up. Don, now you get to get Mm. your fun back to back picks here. Which, what you got for us? I'm going to, yes. So we have horror comedy and then romantic comedy. And Teeny Bobber. Oh, yeah, I'm going for the double double laughs here. In the comedy category, give me office space, please. Ooh, nice one. Ooh. Nice one. Yeah, I know Patrick wanted that. Yeah. It's a long, long shot space. to get anything. God, I took a shot. I mean, yeah, I took a shot. One of the most quotable movies of all time, one of the most yeah. memeable, jeffable movies of all time in a category that has a huge drop off, in my opinion, once you get past a couple of them. That's the one for sure. Yeah, give me office space, please. Yep, uh, I'm going to slot that in pick. the comedy category area there. All right. And to go over to, could have put this in series, could have put this in comedy, could have put this in romantic and teeny bobber comedy. Give me American Pie, please. Ooh. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you know, if anybody, where is this going? I don't know. Wh- I'm going to you... put this in romantic. Uh, I gave Office Space straight comedy, horror comedy. And then this is going comedy. in rom-com team? Rom-com team, please. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Love Good. I mean, it's a big name, big name, big name comedy movie from that year. That is well known. Even if it, series. even if mm-hmm. it didn't hold up so well, I, I you know, yeah. I, I didn't feel yeah. good about drafting it, but I, yeah, I'm not surprised that you had no qualms whatsoever. I did okay. not have any qualms whatsoever. All right, so that puts us back to Coles. You are on the clock. Well, um, I recently just had a fantastic. Um, comedy that I happened to see a few weeks ago. Very smart script. Um, very deserving of being in the Criterion Collection that I've come to realize. And that's going to be Election. Bold. And lots of, I'm going to put that in the on horror, that horror comedy category. Oh, wait. I thought you were going to put it in documentary with the rate your category bias has been going tonight. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now, where are you getting that, Don? Where are you getting that? Wait, I don't know where you get your categories at. I'm not sure. You know, that, I watched it for the first time in preparation for this yeah. as well, Coles. And, you know, election is really good and it holds up quite well. Very much. It's, mm-hmm. it's a different, it was a big year for Reese Witherspoon. Again, mm-hmm. not going to mention other movie names, but this is a year in which she had several films 
and got to play different character types, um, mm-hmm. I will say, and did a really great job as both of them. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a really good one. Also, maybe one of Matthew Broderick's best performances, honestly. It is. One of his Easy, best. Easily. This it's is what happens cool to have Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller yeah. and then turn into the teacher. You know, <laughs> I think that's what, this is what happens when he grows up and has to go be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that means we are back to you, Patrick, now with double. your double picks. Double pick time! All right, mm-hmm. so I'm going to start out with my horror comedy, airing on the comedy side, and I'm going to go with Varsity Blues. As yeah, my comedy, I hate you. I figured All right. the way I feel about having office space taken from me, I figure I should right. take something else away. So, Varsity Blues is again, yeah. I'm not going to pick all movies. Hopefully, that don't take place in high school or that take place in high school. I'm not doing all my picks that way. It's turning out that way. It's like, but no, Varsity Blues is. I think at one point I thought it was a knockoff of Friday Night Lights. It is clearly its own movie with its own mm-hmm. great cast its own great script its own great story and i think it absolutely captures west texas life in a way that uh no other football movie could and so for me varsity blues is is right up there highly rewatchable love covering it on the show and uh yeah so that's my my next pick i am bummed that's I my know. first one that i'm I actually sad about it's the I know. Thing. <laughs> like aaron did because you're probably getting it on the way back if you could oh yeah if he didn't take yeah. it in one of these two picks it was yeah. absolutely my next pick I was just, yeah, it was going off. <laughs> and four, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my blockbuster pick at this point. Hmm. I think I know where this is going. I would hope so. M. Night Shyamalan came onto the scene and completely disrupted the twist ending. And watching The Sixth Sense and not being able to talk about it with people who hadn't mm-hmm. seen it, but constantly saying, you've got to see this movie is something that I think is lost today because of the instant information that we have over the internet, the way in which we have the keepers of the MCU saying, please don't talk about Endgame on social media for at least a week. (laughs) When you have to have that kind of warning, it's definitely something that I think is is hard to kind of capture that. M. Night Shyamalan did that with The Sixth Sense. He became the guy, the master of the twist ending. And I think for better or for worse, that uh, that is what his career, at least at the very beginning, the first several movies of his big screen uh, career kind of defined him as. And so for me, The Sixth Sense is my next pick. What a big hit from that year, too. Like Man. It came out yes. of nowhere in August and smashed it. You know, it was between The big uh, the Sixth Sense and The Blair Witch Project for me, honestly, yeah. when I took my first pick because I was thinking along the same lines and and it is huge. And I I probably, I think you're probably winning that in the strategy battle to be honest, but heart got ahead of me, I guess a little bit. Um, I, you know, uh, I was almost the equal opposite of you, Aaron. I was actually wanting Blair Witch. I really wanted Blair Witch. Did you? Well, we can, we can facilitate a trade if you want to, uh, Oh, chicanery. (laughs) Yes. If I'm Joe Burrows comes back board. for one year of college eligibility and plays for the Razorbacks, <laughs> yeah, I will go. trade you. <laughs> no player. <laughs> <I'm interested. laughs> All right. So All right. back to me. You know, I think you're, again, you're forcing my hand here, Patrick. I, you know, I mm-hmm. can't always be the guy that draft. You know, you, you got an option when you're, when you're drafting, especially in football. You talk about like, do you want the best player on the board? 
Mm-hmm. Or do you draft mm-hmm. b- based on how those ahead of you are drafting? If right. there's a run on quarterbacks, you got to get your quarterback. If there's right. a run on a certain position. And so when I'm looking at the blockbuster category here, the, the pickings are getting very slim yes, at this is. point for me. Mm-hmm. And so I am going to go with the movie that I don't even love love, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because pretty much everybody else out there does love it. And that's the mummy. So You're I'm going right. to take the mummy. <laughs> give me the mummy right here. Uh, as my yeah. blockbuster because Great it is character. a phenomenally fun film. Okay. I do yes. really enjoy it. it. It's right in the spot of like adventure treasure hunting type movies that I mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know that it's beloved. So I think that'll at least get me some votes. It'll get you there. It'll get you there. That puts Unless, us to you, Kales. On the way back, what do you got? All right. Well, I'm going to go to my blockbuster category as well. I recently just saw this and I was just so happy to see a film that was just fun for the sake of being fun. Didn't care that it was, that it wasn't based on real life, that there were some plot holes in there. I just wanted to have fun and entertainment. And that's going to be Double Jeopardy with Solid Pick. Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee Jones. Revisit that at least once every couple of years. Yes, and for good reason. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to rewatch it before this draft. I didn't get around to it. So you're I guess it's, it holds up. I haven't seen it in such a also long time. Well. Yeah. The 90s had some good thrillers. Yeah. yeah. That was it the era, man. Yeah. Good I can't call, even man. remember. It's the movie I Ashley think of Judd, when I think Tommy. of Ashley Judd. Like, you know, when you sure. think of, when you hear her name, this is the movie that I always immediately <laughs> This or Kiss the Girls. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, again, in the vein of those 90s crime thrillers. So. Or Twisted from 2001 that no one probably remembers, but. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> no. remember that. No. Not when you got these two, like Kiss the Girls no, and Double Jeopardy. that. But I'm glad that you see this is actually, you know, that's a good point that you just brought up, Coles. I wanted to hit on for our listeners too. You know, this is a phenomenal year and hopefully you're mm-hmm. hearing us pick these movies and you're going, wow, I've never heard of that. Why would they choose that? Maybe yeah. this will inspire you to go look this up. If you have been born in the last 20 years ish, you probably don't know what Double Jeopardy is, I mm-hmm. would assume. But this is a phenomenal thriller and you're going to go watch this and you're going to be like, wow, they don't really make many movies like this anymore. But they sure made a lot of them in the late 90s and early 2000s and right. they're worth seeing. So hopefully that will be happening for you listeners across the board as we are going through this. Yeah. And there's so much fun because they were like um, they were all solid hits because they were like mid budget things. They're all like 40, 50 million dollar movies. You had like the one star, good competent director, low effects. And they just they were so affordable to make and awesome to earn. It was fun to watch. Yeah. The box office numbers and stuff. All the way back to the Serpentine. Oh. So, Don, we're back to yeah. you with a, a back-to-backer. Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the heart, and I'm going to go put this in drama. No, I'm going to put this in the blockbusters because it made over $100 million despite being very dramatic. Give me the green mile, gentlemen. Hmm. I'm going for audience heartstrings in this one. And because it made $136 million, that is my blockbuster because I feel like I'm doing fine elsewhere. Very good choice. Very good choice. Yeah, Probably would have been my next one in that category mm-hmm, if mm-hmm, I had to, mm-hmm. to take something else. Oh, that still means I could double down on a drama and blow some people away. Let me go with in the drama category. Yeah. Let's go there. Give me American Beauty, the best picture. American Beauty. Okay, so so now we need to talk about this movie Mm. because you've picked it. It was going to come up at some point. So here's what I want to ask. So I I did not revisit this. I loved this movie when it came out, and I was 18 or 19 or 20 years old. And I think that my perspective at the time was extremely 
you know, impactful on why I liked it. And so I wonder how I would feel about it watching it now, being the 40-year-old father of a teenage daughter and knowing what I know about said actor, whether or not that should... We we all actually have agreed on different times in debates that we don't think that people's personal choices invalidate their work. And this is a great performance by Kevin Mm -hmm. Spacey. It is. So I've seen people watch this and log in on Letterboxd and say that it does not hold up. Why do you think it holds up today? (sighs) I think it holds up today because I think we're watching, um, you know, some disillusion and some change in terms of, I, I guess today we would look at this movie as a white privilege challenge um, in that, in that vein of, yes, this is 1999 and we're seeing a lot of, you know, effed up kids doing screwball things and drugs and the, what your kids don't do when you're, when you're not watching because you're too affluent to notice. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of problematic things that have happened since, cause you're talking about, you know, high school girls and romance and things like that. And of course the specter of Kevin Spacey is, is looms large there, but you know me, I'm not one of those people who boycotts, you know, I separate performance from persona. And this is just too darn good of a movie. Uh, and yeah, are there more popular movies out there uh, from this list? Yes, but I, um, I feel good. And I wanted to kind of line my list with just a little tinge of quality here. And it is the best picture winner that year for a reason. Don't get me wrong. I know everyone in the world would put Magnolia and some other crap on there. But this is, it's, I think it holds up. I think I also look at Annette Benning's performance uh, as an underrated spot where uh, she was rock solid and amazing. So you have Chris Cooper, you have, there's just too much about this movie that still uh, moves our brains, makes us think, uh, challenges us. And I like that about this movie. Good stuff, man. Sounds like a valid reason to still pick it, in my, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. All right, Coles, back to you. All right, so for the action-adventure category, I'm going to go with Three Kings by Ooh. David O. Russell, starring George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube. A very heavy, scathing funny and dramatic indictment on the Gulf War in the early 90s. And the it feels like it was far ahead of its time with some of the um, filmmaking choices, the stylistic um, you know, angles that it was going for and the way that they played around with slow motion and everything. I mean, it's it holds up very, very well. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I actually was, you know, having seen you watching so many of these films in preparation for this draft, uh, I saw, you know, which ones were resonating with you and i quite expected this to be (laughs) one that hit for you in a big way so not surprised there at all Uh, great pick great movie i'm glad that you got a chance to see it because of this draft you know what i mean i had Mm -hmm. a feeling it would work for you um okay so it's on me i am going to try and snipe something that patrick would want just to be that's how mean because (laughs) he has done this to me already so I'm going to take Galaxy Quest. Oh, good pick. good pick. I need to figure out where I'm going to put it because I got a couple options here. I could put it in action adventure. I could put it in horror comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide where I want the to deeper put feels. this. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these that um, I don't want to say too much. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to put this in horror comedy for me. Um, for now, so I'm gonna. Well, not yeah. for now. For good. I can't move it later. I guess. Well, maybe Patrick, I can't. I am in charge. But uh, for some action later. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna take open. Galaxy Quest and put it in my horror comedy. It's a movie I watched for the first time because of this draft. And oh my gosh, am I mm-hmm. so glad that I did? It will not be the last time I watch it. It is absolutely phenomenal. I'm. It's one of the rare movies that I watch 
where I text Patrick and say, we have to cover this. Like, I want to do this on the show at some point because it was that good. And when we're talking about a comedy and me saying, mm-hmm. I want to cover this on our show, then you know it's something special. And that's what Galaxy Quest was for me, as not even being like a major Star Trek fan. I mean, I love Star Trek, but I haven't watched it all. But yet, I was able to get sucked into the story just like that um, and totally get the satire of it and fall in love with it. Yeah, immensely likable movie. Hugely likable movie. Yeah, this is also yeah. going to give me some votes. So. Yeah, it will. You need a little bit of that on this category here. This, right, is, this, is, this is Tim Allen outside of his home improvement realm doing something really, really special uh, alongside Sigourney Reaver. So, so good. And just remind me to slap you after all this is over, Baron, because that was definitely going to be on my board. <laughs> that was definitely that. my board to take. I figured that. <laughs> well, you're up, Patrick. Two for right. you. Yeah. So... All right, so if I have to slide an action-adventure mm-hmm. movie over, mm-hmm. it would have to be from... <laughs> and at this, po- at this point, I feel pretty solid about my picks, so right. I, I, don't have, I don't have a lot of like angst about this next one. I'm a fan of the soundtrack. I love the animation. Tarzan is going to be my action-adventure pick. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's Love and Lost. It's not a movie that's very uh, well-remembered by any means, but... Growing up, loving Phil Collins, having him do the entire soundtrack. And then Tarzan was one of those movies that I remember watching the behind the scenes stuff and remembering how the animators would actually study skateboarders and yeah. other, and, and skaters, uh, rollerbladers to see how they move in order to create this kind of kind of modern day take on the Tarzan movie. I, I think the the movie itself is adequate in terms of the the narrative. I mean, it's very straightforward. Nothing really surprises you. But I think when you combine those great animation elements along with the, what I think is a really great soundtrack by Phil Collins, Tarzan's a good one. And so that's my action-adventure pick. Good call. Good, good call. Good choice. That poaches an animated one for me later. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Not going to oh, lie. That's, that's on Tarzan. Yeah, that, that <laughs> that's on That's nothing wrong with that. Get it. All right, so I've got movies that are part of a series, drama, and wild card left, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's all right. Correct. So, so pickings are pretty slim for movies that are part of a series, and I know that there's one like eyesore out there that nobody's touching. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to continue to not touch that. I'm going to go with Austin Powers: The Spy Who Shagged nice. Me. Have a little fun I, in that list. I, I think. <laughs> Look, it's not one that's rewatchable for me in terms of like, yes, I need to just revisit this. But when I, when this series came out, I was the guy, like most people, quoting Dr. Evil all the time. And the fact that you have Mike Myers basically playing more than half of the cast and still keeping this parody mm-hmm. of a Bond movie kind of idea going, you know, having it, it's definitely not as good as the first one for me, but it is definitely filled with a lot of fun and tonally it's just it's a great extension from the first one so yeah the spy who shagged me would be my next pick outstanding good, good That's stuff a good spot. all right so back to me i'm actually going to as we're rolling back i'm going to give a quick update here on categories and what we have left so let me run yeah. these down for you guys for what everybody has so drama we have aaron and Patrick still need a drama. No one needs a blockbuster. Don needs an animated foreign language. Mm-hmm. And an action. 
I'm gonna get there. <laughs> Wild cards nobody has. Action adventure. Dawn and Aaron still need a pick. Nobody needs a horror comedy. Coles needs movies that were part of a series, and Coles and myself also need rom-com and teen. So we are getting down to our final couple picks here, two or three. So it's time to start getting very specific and creative here, mm-hmm. and we will see what happens. All right, so I'm up, and let's see what am I gonna do? Man, oh, that category is mm-hmm. getting just—they're all getting sort of getting skinny. So let's see. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go with rom com and teen mm-hmm. category, and I'm gonna take the movie that I love, and I know many people love still out there, and I really don't care who doesn't like it. But I'm gonna go with Cruel Intentions because Ooh. I think actually, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna put Cruel Intentions. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in rom com and teen. That's where I'm gonna draft right. it. Um, so that's gonna be mine. I absolutely love the film. That's the other Reese Witherspoon movie I was talking about with a much different performance. Um, mm. Totally love it and uh, excited to have that one added to my group. That's a good right. pick. Solid pick. Thank Solid you. pick. Good pick. That pushes us back to Coles. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, been doing some debate over this um, film right here. Because Teen, I mean, what are we exactly looking for with Teen? Like, can an R-rated yeah. film be a part of the Teen or no? I got American Pie, man. Bring it. Yeah. Okay. So the talented Mr. Ripley. Wait, not that. Right. Perfectly a team from you. <laughs> so the rom com team. Oh, I'm on mute now. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, so then you guys just heard me typing, right? Whoops. Yes. Uh, so what were you picking? I am picking for the rom-com team category, okay. and um, my pick is going to be the version suicides. Yeah, that was actually it was between that and Cruel Intentions. So good choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I recently saw this the other day. I really love the production design of the film. I mean, it, the the way they used the film lens to like put this film back into the 1970s was really really good. I mean, Kirsten Dunst is great in this film, and it's very very tragic. But I feel it's a very important watch, especially if you're um, a young girl growing up. Yeah, it's and a phenomenal you were, film. Yeah. You were a young girl growing up. <laughs> right. Cut to the core of you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a it's a wonderful, wonderful film. Uh, I love it as well, Coles, and it was high, high, high on my list to pick mm-hmm. if you did not snag it up right there. But all right. that's the breaks. We all lose out on ones we like. That's part of the game. It is. All right, so Don's got one, two, three, four, five. So this is going to take you to seven, Don, with these next two picks. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a wild card here. May I take the wild card? All right. Yeah. Yeah. My, For a yeah, wild card, I'm going to double down on a rom-com. Give me Notting Hill with Julia Roberts, please. Okay. So Notting Hill mm-hmm. for wild card. Got it's it. Wild card. What, did, have you seen that recently? I have. I love it. It's it just the, at the peak of charm be, between Roberts and Hugh Grant. I mean, Hugh Grant's done a lot of great things. And, of course, he's aged well to become the Paddington 2 guy we love. And Julia's Julia. I, it's just... I'm going for the crowd pleasers here, you know? And, no, that's a that's good a, one. Yeah. It's another one I, I really wanted to pick. I mean, she had a run of sure rom-coms <laughs> in this time period. There was a slew of them, it felt like, but mm-hmm. I didn't get around to it. So that's a nice pick there. Yeah. And let's see here. Can I hold it till then? I guess I have to do this because the category is getting skinny. But no, I'll dig. Action adventure, please. I'm going for more of a a personal pick than anything, a movie that I love. So I'm going for the Homer pick, playing with my heart instead of my head. I adore 
the Thomas Crown Affair from 1999. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you've yeah, talked about that before. That, good yeah. show. Sure. So, what, sure. what makes that one good? Uh, just um, sexy caper, you know. It, it just, I, I guess, uh, I don't want to mention another movie I was between in the same kind of realm of things, but um, no, just uh, for as a film history guy, the remake of something like McQueen, I love. I'm one of those guys that enjoys uh, Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movie. And to see him kind of be freed a little bit and loosened up a little bit from the James Bond, you know, shackles, I don't want to say shackles, but just to see him do something loosened and different. And it's just such a sexy, fun movie. That end heist in the, in the museum with the bowler hats and the briefcases and stuff, just one of the best practical effects and just simple stunt choreography sequences you'll ever see. It's just a blast of a movie. I love it. It went up against Sixth Sense the same weekend and got killed, but I don't care. I love uh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one saw that coming, though. I mean, yeah. it, it it is what it is there, but that's awesome. No, good good mm-hmm. choice. That's one that listeners, if you haven't heard of it, is definitely worth checking yeah. out. Well, that puts us back to Coles. So now we're all we're all in our last two picks at this point. Don just made number seven, so Coles, this is number seven for you, so it's tight. For the wow card, I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorite films, and that's going to be The Talented Mr. Ripley. Um, it has one of the best casts I've ever seen in a film, like whether they were superstars who were already established or up, up-and-coming superstars that had yet to like really put their stamp on, the, um, on cinema. And, I mean, the music is great. I mean, the comedy is good. The drama is good. It's a very good murder mystery kind of film. Did you do The Talented Mr. Ripley with us? I think you did. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, so we have an episode on that movie, folks. I'm just trying to—I'm trying to remember how many we have done. Have we done Fight Club, Patrick? We've not done Fight Club. What's wrong with us? We did seven. Ah. We've done Toy Story two. Mm-hmm. We've right. done the Blair Witch Project. Well, we weren't thinking about 1999. We've done Three Kings. We've done Varsity Blues. Haven't done ten things. Yeah, haven't done. Have done ten. The Matrix. We did do ten things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah, we didn't do. Wow. We haven't done the Matrix. We haven't done the Sixth Sense. No. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of movies that we have not covered that need to be rectified. <laughs> From the best year ever. Come on. <laughs> the best, in you, general. I think he meant that in general. That was a titularly a dig. That was like a <laughs> yeah. duh, Aaron. We've done like 300 movies out of all the movies that have ever existed. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've kind of got some blind spots. That's what that was. Okay, so it's to me, and I have two picks left. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. No. Yeah. No. You get two, two picks left. You're three. going on the way back. How do I have three picks? Hold on. What Uh-oh. am I missing here? Wait, I'll, to I'll get a ninth. Wait, I only have... What have I drafted? So, uh, I have Cruel Intentions, Blair Witch, Galaxy, Iron Giant, and The Mummy. Did I draft something else? Did you, do, did you say Galaxy Quest? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cruel Why Intentions, did... right? This is some great dead air. <laughs> hold on. I, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Slow your I gotta, I gotta look at this. So, I got, I got my blockbuster is my mummy. Well, I've been so intent on like making sure everybody else is. Right. I have one, two, three, four, five, six for Patrick. That yeah. makes sense. I got highlights. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for Kales. That's seven for me too. And I have seven for you. So maybe it yeah. is this way. Maybe it's right. Because we're going to go on the way back and end it. End it, me. I got Mister Relevant at the end of the Serpentine. Well, that's what I thought, but then how am I... two more picks left. This one and whatever's coming on the way back. Yeah, you you haven't done your seventh pick yet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're in the moment of having it. Right, but I only have five listed for myself. What? Hold on here. I have The Mummy. Check the tape. 
I have the Iron Giant, I have Galaxy Quest, I have the Blair Witch Project, and I have Cruel Intentions. You got the... But what else did I take? I can't remember taking... I'm going to love it if we skipped his turn. <laughs> did did we skip... Did we skip my turn? Hold Maybe. on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just real quick... I, I know yeah. this is not great, but I got I to gotta kind of yeah. imagine what is going on here. So I've you got... to go through the picks? Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, Matrix. So it was Matrix, then it Fight was Club. Fight Club, then it was me coming out of nowhere with Blair Witch Project, yes. then it was Patrick taking... Ten things. Ten, ten, oh things, ten things. And Again. Toy Story 2. Darn great. Right? Let me get, let me get through this. Let me okay. get through this. And then it was me after Toy Story 2 taking the Iron Giant. And then mm-hmm. it was Coles with something South Park, I guess. Yeah. Then we had Dawn with American Pie and American Beauty or something. Oh, no, I did American Pie and... Uh, Three Mile. Yeah, no... Well, whatever it was. You yeah, had two picks. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got yours right. And then I had Coles after that. We have Coles with Election. And I have myself with that Galaxy Quest. I don't know. I'm missing Galaxy, something. I'm Galaxy definitely Quest missing something. Later. I, think we, I think you skipped yourself. I, I think we skipped you right there. So I got two picks. Okay. Well, I screwed it up. But I got two picks. I got three left. So I'm going to go. Okay. So. Then I'm gonna. This is this is gonna work out. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna make this work, guys. So uh, I'm gonna take for my action adventure movie, Deep Blue Sea. Good uh, choice. Because my heart or my hat is like a shark fin. See. Um. So yeah, no, I love this movie with a passion. It's incredible. I was actually hoping that it would last this long because it's something that I really, really wanted, and I'm glad to get it because it's got sharks and sharks are awesome. Uh, and then, okay, so that's my makeup pick. And then, let's see, for my actual number seven pick, I'm going to go. I need a wild card and I need a drama. I mm-hmm. don't think anybody else is going to take this in drama, but it could get taken in a wild card. Does Dawn have picks left? I have one. Yeah, but I got it's it. got to be animated, so you're safe. But I'm going to come back around before you, right? So I only yes. got to worry about Patrick. Yes. And Patrick still needs drama, and there's no and you have way. One more pick coming back still. Yeah, so there's no way. I know what's Patrick gonna take that I want. He's gonna take message in a bottle. Is that, did that, did that come out this year? It did, February oh ninety nine. I love the movie. But, oh yeah. man, I don't. You know what? I'm just gonna take it. I don't think he's gonna take it, but I'm gonna take it anyway just to get it done. I'm gonna say eyes wide shut because it was my number one drama pick. This year, there's no way Patrick was taking it, so I didn't need to do that. All right, but I absolutely love it. I think it is 100 percent will you know right there with any other masterwork yeah. that Kubrick has done. Um, it's a perfect examination of a couple who has gotten way too comfortable and is considering exploring anything uh, outside of their marriage. It is a cautionary tale like no other. It is surreal. It is sensual. I used to think that it was just sexy. Because it had this cult that was like this sex cult. And like when I was a teenager, that was like amazing. But now that I've watched it as an adult, it is so much more than that. That is actually not sexy. It is horrifying yeah. at that point in, mm-hmm. when I watch it now with my eyes. Um, and I think that's the point. The point of view yeah. that Kubrick is wanting us to get from that film. And so I had to grab it. For the purposes of this draft, is it the most unlikable movie we've picked so far? Though, like it's I, a, You know, between it and American Beauty. Seedy. 
American yeah, Beauty's right, right there, buddy. Right there. I mean, at least the sex in mine is between like you know adults. Yeah. <laughs> you heard although it there, old. Although there is a daughter of the guy in the costume shop. Oh, who, I know. So Maybe I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong yeah, with 1999? A lot. Um, okay, Patrick. Patrick, you're up. Two picks. Two picks. Take it home for your two. drama and wild card. And this is, Ooh. I'm actually glad this set up this way because there's a, there was a lot of drama in 1999, as you guys mm-hmm. have mentioned, both on and off screen. People were kind of scared about the new century coming up. And so drama had a lot of candidates in there. So that's going to be my next pick. And one of these, well, both of them are sports movies. Uh, I'm gonna, any given Sunday. Sunday was, yeah, but I'm gonna the go with the, the other. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the quiet baseball movie. Sam Raimi's for the love of the game. Great the movie the with oh, with Kevin that. with Kevin Costner. This is one of those movies. I, if you if you want to capture what it means to have a love of baseball and how passionate a person is, the movie is fantastic at telling a love story in two parts, essentially simultaneously. You have this whole like relationship that Kevin Costner has with this woman simultaneously walking through him as a pitcher, probably playing his last game in his career. And he's potentially pitching a perfect game. It is, it is romantic for the mm-hmm. love of baseball. And it could, I wouldn't say it serves as a romantic comedy. There's some comedic elements in there, but it's definitely the drama that stands out to me. And I think Sam Raimi has a, such, a, such a light touch with this. And, uh, cause I only I, I first knew about him from Spider Man, and so to right. to visit this and go, wow, this is the guy who did Spider Man. Well, he knows how to do drama. Apparently, right. it's the guy who did the Evil Dead before yeah. this. Yeah, I, so, and then he goes uh, so, and makes this cutesy baseball movie, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely something. I watched this movie usually near the end of baseball season before the playoffs because it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's an August movie, is what it yeah. is. So that's my drama pick, and then wild card. It's. Mm-hmm is really, to me, this is a heart pick. This is The Other Sister. And this is a movie that's not really well-known. Gary Marshall, I'm a sucker for Gary Marshall movies. I'm not afraid to admit it. But it's got Juliette Lewis, Diane Keaton, Tom Skerritt, Giovanni Ribisi. And Juliette Lewis and Giovanni Ribisi, they play these two mentally disabled people who find each other. And it's like this innocent love story of Juliette Lewis trying to find her independence from her mom and her dad. And she meets this other guy played by Giovanni Ribisi. And it is sweet. It is, del- I guess both of these are delicate movies that I'm talking about. I recently watched a, a great Netflix series, uh, Love on the Spectrum. And it reminded me of this movie about the fact that it doesn't matter if you have a disability, love is love. And the desire to be with someone doesn't change just because you look, sound, act differently than quote normal people. And this is a favorite of mine. So that's my wild card. It's fair, man. It's a good, you know, part of the draft. It's about, you know, it's about winning. It's about having fun. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. about crafting a collection of eight films that you feel somewhat represents yourself. It can be about anything you want. And there are comments right now, Patrick, if you're not watching the Facebook group chat, Mm -hmm. that people are absolutely loving your pick. So maybe you're not out of this as much as I thought you might be. You know, somebody was excited that you picked the other sister, or maybe they were excited that you picked for the love of the game. And I just saw it late, but (laughs) either way, 
Um, good stuff. I like the excitement regardless, whatever it is. Well, you know, I just mentioned one that could be my last one, which would be any given Sunday. I don't know. This is the hard time because there are several movies that I feel could garner me some votes. And there's definitely a movie on here that I am almost a hundred percent certain Coles is going to take next Mm -hmm. in his wild card. Oh no, he took his wild card. So he can't Mm -hmm. take this. What does he need? See, you can spy this category thing. Coles needs movies that were part. Oh, well, he definitely couldn't take the one that I was worried about. Um, but you know what? Far this away. is the point. Like I'm actually going to take a page out of Patrick's book and I'm going to take something I don't have to take that yeah. I actually just love. I'm going to take what I believe is the best foreign language film from this year. And that is run Lola run. This is Ooh. one of the best ever movies to capture the feeling of being in a video game and respawning. And it's something that I watched for the first time because of this, after hearing about it in the book, uh, one of my my bosses, who's also a good friend, she says this is her favorite movie of all time or one of her top five favorite movies of all time. And I was surprised and shocked, had no idea why that might be. This thing is incredible. It is all energy. It is a nonstop ride. It's very short and it is just to the point. Mm-hmm. Bam, go through these actions, respawn, try it again, go through these actions, respawn, try it again. Uh, but it is captured so, so well. And this idea has been done to death in Hollywood uh, since then, but I don't know if it's ever been done better yeah. than it's been done here. Maybe Edge of Tomorrow would be a, the closest contender, in, but that's only part of that movie. And this movie yeah. is 100% about reliving this thing three times and seeing what can happen. And the emotional impact of that was really strong on me. So I'm going to take that one. Wasn't that Tom Twicker who ended up going on to do like Cloud Atlas and stuff like that? It absolutely was. Yeah, yep. nice, you, nice. I, you got I, that's a good pull. <laughs> Not yeah. a well-known director, but daggum good pull there. So that'll be my final pick. All right, that puts us he at you, Coles. What's your last one Sunday. gonna be? Wow. So this one is very weird. Um, I remember seeing this film when I was in college. I happened to catch it on Netflix and. I enjoyed it so much then that I know that now if I watched it, I would be able to spin out some of the issues and the problems with it. So I haven't gone back to it yet. And I will not touch the sequel with a 10-foot pole because I've just heard nothing but bad things about it. But for my movie theater part of the series, I'm going to pick The Boondock Saints. Yeah, that was on my short list. (laughs) There you go. I mean, Willem Dafoe. I mean, I have nothing but great things to say about Willem Dafoe's performance. I mean, he almost plays an oxymoron into himself, but he really brings the hammy effect and pushes it up to 10 times. And I don't mind it. I love him in this film. I think it's honestly one of my favorite Dafoe performances ever. And it doesn't get talked about a lot in his career because, I mean, it doesn't stand next to any of his many roles that he should have won an Academy Award by now. But I love him in this film. I mean, I love hitman films i mean i know i'm not trying to say that i'm glorifying that lifestyle but hitman films usually roll in my alley whether they're entertainment purposes like john wick or whether they're serious like leon leon the professional or whether they're just like this just a blockbuster kind of like a, a fun little action film to just sit down and just turn your brain off to i mean i i think if i was to watch it today i wouldn't really have the same feeling for it but i'm going to carry the feeling i had in college seeing this <laughs> I, I think you might you know i, I still love it and it's a lot of fun, man. I- I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but like that prayer, when, how many of us just spent so many years just re- reciting that prayer before anything we wanted to do to try and get hyped? <laughs> like it, it has those moments in it and it, it has like stylized action in a time where, you know, this was kind of the first year that really started bringing some of that stylized action with the Matrix and then this film. Uh, it's good stuff. 
it's it's a it's a good blockbuster, good right. action movie, and it's a great pick to sneak in there. Which gives us, are we back to Don? Don, do you still have we a pick? Are. Okay, I so do. Don gets to close us out. I do. It's all on the board for you, buddy. It is. Oh, well, it's got to be animated or foreign for me. That's the only category oh. left. Well, I guess it's I all was... on the board if it's animated or foreign then. I know, right? <laughs> so, no, I got to I got to this category once the first three went off the board. One South Park and uh, Toy Story 2. There's two choices. I have two choices? What are you talking about? I see two choices in my view of what you I see pick. three. I'll go okay. through them just for fun here. Yeah. And because there's foreign as well. So, no, um, I was really hoping Tarzan would make its way back at some point in a round, but it did not, and that's okay. Because I was like, oh, I could just sit on Tarzan. Didn't happen, and that's okay. I see two animated choices here with Stuart Little, which ain't bad. I see the Pokemon movie, which came out in Japan, but technically didn't hit states till 2000. Probably can't use it. I'm guessing the ruling is that. Um, Stuart Little ain't bad, but you know what? I, I, I am so confident, and I'm so proud of my field of other films that I think I can take a daring chance here with a foreign film. And I'm going to kind of garner some votes to the to the female factor in the room, to the Jacob Neffs of the room, to the Criterion crowd in the room. I'm going to go with Todo Sobre Mi Madre, All About what? My Mother by Pedro Almodovar. Oh, I thought you were going to pick – I was going to be like, we've also covered this one on the podcast when you said Life is Beautiful. <laughs> but you didn't say Life is Beautiful. No, because it came out <laughs> in 98. I can't get that one. I really? thought he was saying The Phantom Menace in a different language. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Life is beautiful, I wish. No, um, yeah, give me the Polish cut of, of Phantom Menace, yeah. No, uh, I think Life is Beautiful came out in 98 to win the Oscar in 99, where I don't think I get it. Oh, I maybe that's why I, I had it in 99, because I was looking at 99. Let me get a ruling here. But in the meantime... Um, you keep, you go ahead and talk about, what is it? All About My Mother? All About My Mother, with as Pedro Almodovar, uh, his Academy Award winning work, Penelope Cruz, early in her career, and it's just a... It's kind of a daring kind of co- movie of complex issues between AIDS, homosexuality, transsexuality, existentialism. Um, it's always on his list as being kind of his masterpiece. And I'm not a masterpiece kind of guy, but um, it's up there for him with an Argentinian nurse doing donor transplants and things like that. And it's a daring, bold movie. Um, I'm kind of going for the, like I said, the criterion cred for the, with this pick at the same time that I'm looking on my phone for Life is Beautiful because I was... It's not. I checked. It was my bust. Yeah. 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 So no, All About My Mother is just fine for me. Good choice. Okay. Stuart Little was written by M. Night Shyamalan, though. <laughs> he got two movies, uh, amazing movies, in this one. He got that one and The Sixth Sense. So, yeah. you know, pretty amazing for him. All right, yeah. so that that's it. So let me run down the list of each person, and I'll, I'll give you what everybody's list looks like, and then we can mention any honorable mentions that should have gotten chosen. So for... Who had my first pick? So for Don, Don has yeah. American Beauty, The Green Mile, All About My Mother, Notting Hill, The Thomas Crown Affair, Office Space, The Matrix, mm. and American Pie. Mm. Coles has Fight Club, Double Jeopardy, South Park, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Three Kings, Election, The Boondock Saints, and The Virgin Suicides. I actually have eight films, thankfully. I have... American, no, I don't have American Beauty. I have Eyes Wide Shut, The Mummy, The Iron Giant, Run Lola Run, Deep Blue Sea, Galaxy Quest, The Blair Witch Project, and Cruel Intentions. And Patrick has For the Love of the Game, The Sixth Sense, Toy Story 2, The Other Sister, Tarzan, Varsity Blues, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and 10 Things I Hate About You. Man. Whew. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited to see how this voting turns out because I actually 
don't see a dominant winner, to be honest. So I actually think because we, we really, A, there's so much quality in this year. Some of the movies that we haven't talked about. Yeah. Being John Malkovich is the one that I thought Coles would take if given the opportunity. Mm. Um, any given, Sunday. any given Sunday, Arlington wow. Road. Nobody drafted Magnolia, which is, I'm sure some of our listeners are going to be just, it hurts, are going to be upset. It hurt me so much. And they're going to be like, what? that and Eyes Wide Shut, I'm surprised it was between the two. I just don't you know? like Magnolia. But I like, like, I mean, I, I don't dislike, <laughs> I just don't, it's not anywhere close to being a, like my favorite film. I, it's like, ugh. Oh, okay. but I just don't, I know that the people in the Facebook group <laughs> don't care about Magnolia enough of them that it wasn't going to trump anything else for me. Right. But we also have the insider, uh, a great procedural mm. uh, journalist film. We have uh, the hurricane. Yeah. yeah. Another I was very tempted. That was the sports one. I thought you might be talking about too, Patrick, when you mentioned that. And I know Don, you're a big fan mm-hmm. uh, as well. We had Lake Placid was on my list uh, in several categories. If I needed to sneak a series movie, I was thinking about Lake Placid yeah. in that spot. Uh, Dogma came out this year in mm-hmm. comedies. Yeah, I that was, very much that was in my list. That made my list. Yeah. Um, Never yeah. Been Kissed, teen mm-hmm. rom-com I had down. Mm-hmm. Anybody? What else you guys got? Sleepy Hollow. Boy, Whoa, really? Oh, Sleepy Hollow? Boys Don't Cry. Yeah, Boys Don't Boys Cry was Oscar nominated, I believe. Yes. Uh, the highest earning box office one, I believe, on the list here that was not picked other than Star Wars, because we all don't like Phantom Menace. Big Daddy was not picked. No Adam Sandler. Big Daddy right. was on the yes. box office? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, made a, it made a ton of money. What in the heck? Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites from this year that nobody really has even ever seen that I, if I had to, I would have gone to in horror was The Ninth Gate. It's a Johnny Depp movie that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there's just so much quality in this year. If I so was going hard to, to like, well, I went with Green Mile instead, but October Sky. Yes, oh, awesome. Don, that was totally going to be one of my other heart picks. Yeah. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. But, but where, but, uh, I mean, if you don't go for a big drama, where does that fall? It's not, you know, there's not, it's not an action adventure. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, I, it, went, I had it in two wild, wild card. List, card you know? yeah, yeah, wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. quite a few that are in the drama or wild card. I, you know, mm-hmm. in the, I think the categories do a pretty good job of capturing. The vast majority of things and putting things into a place where you can pick and choose which where they're going to go. So um, that was good. But where yeah, the other on, where are folks on Bicentennial Man? I know Kellis, you just watched it. I thought it was I thought it was good, but just too but not, long. Yeah, yeah, not on this. Not in, like not a favorite to go on this list. Not I mean, if you're going all art, I mean, Summer of Sam by Spike Lee is pretty darn good. Gosh, that was this year too. I still oh, have yeah. not seen. You have Eight Millimeter oh, from Joel Schumacher. Oh, I've never you watched that again. That's one of the most disgusting uh, films I've rushed. ever seen. That's a that's a. <laughs> It's I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying yeah. it is the content of the film. What it's about is not. I like bad. I like Denzel Washington and the Bone Collector. I like yeah. the Thirteenth Warrior. You know, just I know you're starting to get way down the list. If I didn't pick the Thomas Crown Affair, my other action adventure heist one was Entrapment with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, you always that. talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones is a big. Mm. I got a choice that was not on here that's going to blow your mind, though. For all the people who, like me, born in 91, was growing up in this era, Zeon, girl of the 21st century, that was also released this year. I've never heard of it. Never Disney heard of Channel, it. Disney Channel, like, <laughs> zoom, 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 made my heart what? go boom, boom. You, you what? Somebody knows Zeon. Somebody knows Zeon out there. Get out. Get out. I want to get press credentials. Disney. It was a Disney Press credentials are gone. Yeah. That's okay. I I love uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, so <laughs> like unironically love it. So I understand. 
Um, well, yeah, but yeah, so I think, I think there's a lot of variety in our picks. I'm excited to find out how the voting turns out. So thank you everybody for watching live and for participating in the chat. It was a blast. We love seeing your comments, even if we weren't able to address you in person at the time, but, uh, we enjoyed having you there. And hopefully listeners, when you get around to hearing this, you will have just as much fun. Um, please come join the Facebook group, find this video. It'll be posted and marked as an announcement at the top of the page so that you can find it to come join the conversation there. And we will post the poll on Monday morning. So today we're recording Saturday night. I will get this out Sunday morning. So most people will be able to download it Sunday morning. Or if you're normally downloading your podcast Monday and listening to this in the morning, you'll be able to do that. And then we will put that poll up and we'll leave it up for at least a couple days. How long are you thinking, guys? Two, three? 72 hours. 72 hours. Yeah, we'll leave the poll up for 72 hours uh, so that Ooh, if anyone hears the podcast. 99 hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was funny, but no. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so come join the Facebook group again, Feelin' Film. No, Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Feelin' Film. Join it. Vote. Let us know what you thought. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? And who did the best job? Coles, Don, Patrick. Thank you for spending your Friday, not Friday. Thank you for spending your Saturday evening with me doing this. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited and I'm hoping we can make this a regular thing. There are so many other years to do. I hear there's a lot of them. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few. All this time. Yeah. yeah. And I bet we uh, haven't covered movies from a lot of them either. Yeah. yeah no, if, no. you know, listeners or viewers <laughs> actually right now, if you're watching this, you know, what years would you like to see us do next? Put those right? in the chat and maybe we'll, pick one of those and start working up toward it and do one of those in the future. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this extra unique content and we appreciate you. Until next time, keep watching movies, especially from 1999. We're out. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. These help increase visibility for the show and grow our community of listeners like you. We also invite you to connect with us further by joining our ever-growing Facebook discussion group. A link to that is in the show notes, or you can just search on Facebook and find us that way. If you'd like to continue the conversation with me, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Film, or connect with me in the Facebook group. I'm very active in both places, and I'd love to chat. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me at Shoeless Patch on both Facebook and Twitter. But be sure to tag me in any comments so that I'll be notified and not miss you. Once again, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Until then, stay positive. And keep feeling film.